Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. Hey, what is going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying your week, hoping you're having a fantastic day. And uh, we're excited to have you. This is another episode of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. It is episode 34. I'm your host, Arthur Yan, and we've got a great discussion coming up for you. Um, we have a guest. We'll jump right into it. He is uh, out of Utah. He's out of Salt Lake City. Um, he is the CEO of Contigo Advisors. He is a CPA. He's a very, very brilliant tax strategist, and his name is Brian Basinger. Brian, how are you doing? Doing well. Thanks, Arthur. Good, good. Thanks, man. I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, I wanted to start off, and we always like to introduce our guests and and get the audience to know them a little better. So let's do that with you. Let's see if you could tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are. Yeah, uh, my background is you know pretty pretty typical. I think I, like a lot of entrepreneurs, I kind of started with just grew up in a family where everybody worked a job. So this whole entrepreneurial journey for me was uh, was a lot of figuring stuff out uh, on the fly, but it's been such an awesome journey for me. And I really have come to love the idea and, you know, the, the like the, the kind of inherent goodness of being an entrepreneur and all the stuff that it pushes us to learn and, and develop and, kind of reach our full potential just as human beings beyond that. And uh, I, as part of that journey, built a, an accounting firm. I ended up selling it about a year and a half ago. And a big part of the reason why I sold it is because I kept having the same conversations with entrepreneurs who were stuck and not getting really good tax advice. And I'd have these strategy calls with them, but ultimately they didn't fit into the business model that we had. And I didn't have a good place to you know, to point them uh, to get unstuck and to stop just kind of throwing money away every single year. And that's what led me down this current journey with Contigo Advisors. Wow. Okay. And so you wanted to really provide something better and you wanted to improve the way that you're um, servicing and advising your clients and specifically entrepreneurs and that's a great uh, story. And that's great how it led you there. Um, what what are some things that you specifically like to point out to, you know, entrepreneurs? And I don't, I guess I don't know if you're mainly, mainly talking about solopreneurs. It sounds like you're probably talking about entrepreneurs too that have built and scaled their businesses. But what are a few things you like to point out to them that you can see right away that they need to maybe change or implement in the way they do their taxes? That really takes different it's a little bit different for different levels but you're right it, at the at the earliest level of a 
kind of someone just getting started and a solo entrepreneur, it comes down to first, well, I suppose this one is at every level, but it comes down to first taking ownership and just being willing to say, hey, I can't really expect that my CPA is going to, I might hope, but I, I can't really expect that my CPA is always going to be bringing things to me proactively. They're not as invested as you are. They don't know your situation as well as you do. And so you have to take a little bit of ownership of understanding some of the basic tax principles so that you can then hold people accountable. It doesn't mean you have to do everything, but being willing to do a little bit of that boring work and just understanding some of the principles is is critical. And then more specifically, I think some of the most common missed opportunities come around entity structures uh, for one and not, I mean, just uh, again, for some entrepreneurs who are a little bit more advanced, like an S corporation is relatively basic. But one of the most common mistakes that I see is that new entrepreneurs don't understand what an S corp is. They don't understand how it can benefit them until a year or two of getting burned with overpaying taxes. And then they realize, oh, there's this structure out there that I didn't realize was there. And for entrepreneurs who are a little bit further along in the process, they have make the same mistake on the other end. An S corp will tend to have kind of diminishing benefits as your income goes higher and higher and higher. And you'll need to kind of supplement and use other entity structures on top of that. And what we see way too often when it comes to this stuff is that it's all, we don't make those changes until we're, until we've flushed 10, 20, 30, you know, more thousand dollars down the drain by, by waiting too long and kind of getting burned on it. And then we finally, that pain uh, sparks us into action. But if we can shift that orientation of, just trying to solve a problem that we've already had for a year or two to looking at things proactively and saying, Hey, well, what's coming next year? What is my tax return going to look like next year? If I don't make any changes, then it lets us approach those problems proactively and implement those solutions before we, you know, before we get burned. Yeah. I, I really like how you lay it out that way and how you have that approach um, and it's interesting you mentioned that too, because I I remember years back when I was uh, putting together one of our first business ventures and we were, you know, we were really just kind of like, you know, what are we supposed to be an S corp, a C corp, you know, whatever. And we, uh, I brought it to a CPA that we worked with. We don't anymore, but uh, I said, you know, what, what should we file as? What should we incorporate as? And, and he was like, well, you tell me and then I'll file. And I was like, well, I'm asking you for some advice. And he's like, well, just tell me what you want to do. And, and it kind of left us hanging there. It's like, you know, you, you kind of expect your CPA to also give you some really good advice on directions to go. You're providing that a lot of CPAs don't. So that's, it's hundred percent true, but I can relate to it from the CPA's perspective. Cause when I first started my firm, I mean, that's just kind of how the industry works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like we would get paid to prepare a tax return and it's our job to take what actually happened and put it in the right places and make sure that we prepare an accurate return. And that was it. And it wasn't until for me, uh, I got hit with my own surprise tax bill from doing that where I, you know, it's October and I'm finally getting around to preparing my own taxes. And I realized this isn't working. I, now, now I'm I'm stuck in the spot where I owe over $10,000 and I wasn't, I didn't see it coming. 
And, and I went through this journey of saying, well, how do I figure this out and make sure that we don't get back in the spot for myself and for my clients. And then we sort of shifted from the classic CPA, which just has too many clients and everything is retroactive and you're just trying to get things done accurately. And, and I know, I remember when clients would come to me and say, Hey, what can I do to lower my taxes here? And I remember thinking, even though I knew it was wrong, even in the moment thinking, man, you paid me for a tax return. Now it's July and you want me to spend a day or a half a day thinking about your specific situation. I got other tax returns I got to prepare. Mm -hmm. And we shifted the model around and that that just led us to doing, I mean, it was great doing really good work, but by necessity, that means we're working with fewer clients and charging higher prices. And I, I think so many business owners are just stuck in this in-between spot where like, I don't have the money to pay the CPA who's going to charge me really high prices to think specifically about me and my strategy. And so I'm left with this pool of other CPAs that are, I'm just paying for a tax return, but they all have CPA above the door or on their website. And it's really hard to tell even who's who, much less really understand what to expect. And that's where we get to this idea of like, you can probably use one of those CPAs who will put the right numbers in the right boxes and just get you an accurate tax return so you don't have to worry and don't have to lose sleep at night. But you have to just then understand that you've got to take a little bit of ownership for just understanding the principles of taxes so that so that you can say, well, hey, I think I need to be an S-corp or I think I need to look at other entity structures. And that can kind of bridge the gap until you're at that point where you can, uh, you know, we're doing so well that you can afford to just pay someone to give you that really premium service where they are actually thinking about you even when you're not on the phone with them. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. I mean, it really, it matters to know if you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, to know, I mean, at least the basics, to know how your your business is going to to tackle these kinds of things. And then the, the discussions, once they get in touch with you, um, are, are going to be better. They're going to be more productive. Um, and another thing I want to bring up is I really like your video series that you have out there. Uh, you've got uh, several different video clips that really just provide free, valuable, very helpful advice on things like maximizing your deductions on company vehicles and, and maximizing tax uh, benefits in other areas. So um, tell us a little bit more about that video series. I think I know you can find it on LinkedIn. Can you find it in, on social media and other places? Yeah. Uh, so we have those videos on YouTube, uh, some on Instagram and, and, and then again, through LinkedIn, uh, honestly, probably the best place to go is just to our website. We also have a, a free webinar that we do every single Thursday. And if you just sign up or even if you can't attend live, you can get the recording for that. And essentially what we're talking about, what we're focused on is how do we one, give you enough information as a new entrepreneur or even as an entrepreneur who's been doing this for a few years, but you don't really necessarily feel like you have enough knowledge to hold your accountant accountable or to kind of drive the bus uh, on your own. To give you enough information regarding taxes, regarding how we use the, how we use those tax savings in conjunction with wealth strategies to kind of start creating this, this flywheel of save taxes, put that money into other investments. Those other investments also have tax incentives and and speeding up the cycle of wealth accumulation to go from 
what we're all sort of programmed to think of as this decades long process into something that can be done in really, you know, less than a less than 10 years if you're focused on the right stuff and and using those those proactive strategies to to think through your options. Um and yeah, the, probably again the best place is to just get to know the types of things that we teach and and to learn some of the strategies. The workshop that we do live every Thursday is really it's not intended to be like a sales thing. We're really teaching strategies uh, every week. What time is that on Thursday? And also, Brian, uh, tell us your website because you didn't mention that. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's contigoadvisors.com. Contigoadvisors.com. That's C-O-N-T-I-G-O advisors.com. And the, the webinars or the seminars are Thursday at what time? Yeah, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific. Eastern noon Pacific and they're live. I think that those are going to have a ton of value. I'm sure they've already provided a ton of value for a lot of people. So thanks for sharing that. Um, I wanted to, before we, we get wrapped up, you had mentioned uh, before we got on, before we started this, the show, we just chatting a little bit about your experience. I think you had mentioned cleaning apartments, doing some work in college. Tell us some about that. It sounds like you kind of had a, your toes dipped in the entrepreneurial world world a little bit, and then obviously worked your way to where you are. Well, I, so it was actually, um, it was one of my first clients, but it was right as I was getting started. So I was just working at a job and one of my buddies from college uh, oh. was going through a bit of a tough time and wasn't enjoying his job or getting the satisfaction that he wanted in life and decided, you know what? I'm just going to start my own business. And he, and he went out and he started as, as humbly as it gets, just cleaning apartments uh, for <laughs> college students. Mm -hmm. And it was so amazing for me as this W2 employee at the time to watch him. And he ended up becoming a client and I ended up starting my firm. And so our, our timelines kind of joined uh, through this process, but in just watching him in this, the most basic business that, is out there to go from the first year just barely scraping by and making maybe you know 20 or 30,000 to next year okay he's got 40 or 50,000 next year 80 next year 120 and within i think 7 years was the total timeline to all of a sudden those those little gains turn into big gains and and this exponential arc that starts out so slow and is really, really tough. Those first couple of years, all of a sudden starts to have these big payoffs down the road. And that story for me is so inspirational just because he didn't start a software company. He didn't do, you know, it wasn't anything sexy or really, you know, amazing. It was the most basic little service but in doing that, one, he pushed himself to grow and learn all these new things. Two, he provided real value. And three, he got the value back for the efforts that he put in, which I think is the the whole, or the big return uh, as entrepreneurs that we hope for. And ultimately, within seven years, he had turned this really humble business into something that he ended up selling for seven figures and then moved on to other ventures and I love that story just because of the way that it can apply to anyone out there. It doesn't matter what you start. It doesn't matter what business you're in. It doesn't matter how humble the beginnings are. And also it's so critical not to become discouraged over those first couple of years 
when you're struggling because that's that's the way that entrepreneurial uh, exponential curve looks. It's always slow at the beginning. And then once you start to grow, you go faster and faster and faster. Yeah, that is it. That's a fantastic story. That really, a pit, that puts it all into the, the picture of what it is to be a, a business and, and to grow and to just stick with it. You're going to start small and hard work works, right? You work hard enough. You're passionate about what you're doing and you don't cut corners. I've seen it time and time again, where whether it's a cleaning service, whether it's a contracting business and they go in and they just don't do the job to completion or they don't do, you know, you do the job well, you're going to grow. People are going to like your business. They're going to talk about you. You're going to have a good reputation. That's a great story. I'm, I'm glad you shared that, Brian. Um, yeah. And I appreciate, once again, you being on. This has been a great conversation. Definitely want to send people your way. Have a talk with Brian. He's You can find him at contigoadvisors.com. Uh, he's also he's Brian Basinger. He's on LinkedIn. He's on all the socials. Uh, very, very um, knowledgeable and somebody you're going to really want to speak to about any kind of tax issues and ways to save on your taxes. Uh, Brian, once again, I appreciate you being on. Yeah. Thanks, Arthur. Appreciate you having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, this has been another episode of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. We'll see y'all next time. Have an excellent week. Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.